0: Coming up today on the Donversations podcast. You are meant to share these qualities. You're not meant to keep them hidden. This is what you're here to do. Is that what you do?
1: Yes, because I want them to see in a good way what those things are. I'm not saying be the jerk that interrupts everyone or or does those things. I talk to them about channeling those things in the best way possible and bringing them into the life that they're meant to live.
0: Welcome to another episode of Donversations. Today we have Laura. Welcome,
1: Laura. Well, thank you. I appreciate being here.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to have you here. So you wear many hats. I found you on a podcast group. You have your own podcast called The Change Gang, which I love that name. Um, But I saw that you just had your 100th episode. So congratulations on that. That's a big feat.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was a little shocked all of a sudden, like, oh goodness. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> okay, so you are a hypnotherapist, neuro linguistic practitioner, life coach, um, uh, podcast host, uh, intuitive astrologer, like you wear so many hats. So what came first? Where where did Laura start? <laughs>
1: Oh, goodness. Uh, Probably with the intuition and astrology. Those things have sort of been in and out of my life for most of my life, but I started digging into those first and probably the intuition to figure out it was funny because I had had some things happen and I finally found a book that I thought, well, let's just read about this and see what happens. And it had some exercises in it and I sat down and did them and you have that moment of, Oh my gosh, this stuff is real. And so, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I've never asked anybody
0: else that has been an intuitive on my podcast. I've never asked them, but what exactly, what does it mean to be an intuitive?
1: Oh, well, we're all, it's, interchangeable with psychic or reader or any of those things that that you want to put out there um, I would term probably mediumship a little bit different but most people who say they're an, an intuitive shy away from the word psychic because people get freaked out with the word psychic yeah but it's just into the possibilities and the energy of it and and being open to the information that comes. And we actually, we're all intuitive. It's not a gift. It's not anything that is special to anyone. We all have intuition. It's actually our first sense. People say, oh, you have a sixth sense. No, it's actually the first sense. It is what the rest of the senses then take and try to transform into information for us.
0: Well, I want to get to that. But first, I I have to ask you what the book was, because I will kick myself. (laughs) What
1: was the book that had you doing the exercises? It was
0: uh, Practical
1: Intuition by Laura Day. Okay.
0: I do consider it kind of a gift, just because it seems like a lot of people are closed off from it. So you're gifted if you are so open that you can experience it. In my mind, how did you realize that, that you could access it so easily?
1: Just like so many people out there where they, they say, I just knew, I just mm-hmm. knew this happen," or I had a, a gut feeling or had, all of that is is intuition, is being in that psychic realm. It's feeding into the information that's being provided to you from the universe. And I had had some instances throughout life and had some dreams that happened and, and all of those things that kind of come along with that. And the interesting thing is oftentimes people will have those intuitive moments in times of crises or a difficult situation and where it's just so needed that, that moment where it's like, I just knew I couldn't go in that direction, or I just knew I had to go in this direction or something like that, but are in, and I, and I thought, wow, that's pretty incredible, but is it useful outside of that? You know, is it, right. I want to have that traumatic moment and that be the only time that that my intuition kicks in and so that's why I started digging into it a little bit and learning about it and it's something that we have access to all the time every day and is super easy actually to use we just get in our own way because we think that we're making stuff up or It's not really information. We're just, it's just something running through our mind or it's a coincidence. And I, I never use the word coincidence because I, I don't believe in it. I know that, you know, we're creating things, we're bringing things.
0: Right. So how do you know, how do you know the difference between your imagination and that it's actually your intuition? Because I, that's exactly how I feel when things come to me, it's like, that's just, something um, making up in my head that's not that's not real
1: most of the time when people say that you'll have to tell me about your experience but most of the time it can be something difficult you know they're they're making up a catastrophe in their mind and and their imagination is running and it's like oh my gosh what if that's trying to tell me something don't go that way or don't you are going to know deep within yourself if it really is like a Type of a warning intuitive moment where there's an urgency to it, you will know the difference in that feeling will be something that will just be wow, okay, there's this overwhelming feeling of something that is an urgent intuitive something. But oftentimes you just have to start figuring out for yourself, you have to pay attention to what it is, maybe write it down, start ping, you know, tracking the information that you get and seeing if that was meaningful to you, if that was important, if that was something that, oh goodness, yeah, that was an intuitive thing. And then you start to notice the feeling of that connection. You'll feel that feeling of ease that comes in and you'll go, okay, even if the time the it's like, gosh, I don't know that I have time for this. I don't know. if I've had the money for this. I don't know if this is right thing you will have that ease that comes in because you're asking and when you're asking you'll get an answer or you'll okay. get something that says no don't do this or you'll get that anxious feeling again and so it's a very different feeling inside that you that you kind of like any other muscle you have to learn to tap into you have to learn to pay attention and know you know what comes your way
0: yeah Yeah, I had heard um, somebody else that I I follow him on YouTube and he was talking about how every morning he will start um, journaling and just let it free flow and let his higher self kind of just word vomit basically and i always just that's what i wonder in my mind is it is it your higher self is it just yourself are they the same that's that's kind of what i mean when it's like your intuition what is it who is it that you're communicating with and how do you know that it's not just something that you're making up. I guess I don't know how to say it because it's so hard to describe, but you just don't know if it's in your imagination or make-believe or if it's real. Well, your make-believe
1: and your imagination is what gives you information and allows you to create the story and the information that you need. Free writing is great. Free writing with intention is really great too. Mm -hmm. So if you sit down and you say, I need to know about this job posting that's out there. Where I need to know about working with this individual. And, uh, you know, I need to know anything that would be of value in this process, in this decision. And you sit down and you start, just put some music on and you free write for five minutes. You can start telling the story of the three little pigs, literally just mm-hmm. grab story and start writing about the three little pigs. And you will find that what comes out in that information, once you stop and go back and look at it, you will find things that you connect to. And it'll be like, Oh, that little pig, you know, was blowing the house down and blowing the house down and blowing. And they just kept going, and kept going. And, you know, because you're telling this story and it's just kind of going in a different direction, but you'll find that that actually has meaning in relation to, what you just asked. So maybe you're seeing that, oh my gosh, I'm going to be putting so much effort into this. If I take this job, it's going to be continuous going, going, blowing down the house. So if you look at it and you envision it in relation to the question that you asked, you will find that you can make up anything and your mind, your intuition, which is connected to the universe is going to step in and give you the information that you're asking for.
0: Is that the same thing as when you pray at night before you go to sleep, or if, you, if you're if you asking um, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, questions before you go to sleep and maybe you have some dreams? Is that the same kind of idea that your your mind is telling you, but you just have to decode it a little bit?
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh, we'll get a lot of answers if we set that intention towards what we want to know and we'll get it in so many ways you know you can ask for a sign about something and that's one of the most that's the easiest most basic ways to do something and and that's a marvelous way for the universe to be connecting with you that's what our intuition is it's connection Mm -hmm. it's being a part of that energy that's out there that life that's there and helping to show us the the possibilities a a nudge forward and one of the things when i do intuitive readings that's really key i think is if i'm talking to someone and and they're asking well gosh you know should i take this job it's like well let me tell you and i'll look and it's like okay if you take this job here's what it's going to look like six months down the road if you don't take the job, here's what it's going to look like six months down the road. Because sometimes the question isn't, should I take the job? It's, it's, what does my life look like if I take this job
0: six right. months from
1: now? Because you could get the promotion, you know, if you're asking, hey, am I going to get the promotion? Yes. But then six months down the road, you're miserable, you're overworked, you're tired, you don't have any time for your family. It's not what you expected. Yeah. Yeah, cuz then you have information though and you can make that decision if you're okay with that because you know that's the path that you want to take because the next step up is really important to you and you have to go down that. At least you have some some idea of what's going to be there and how to deal with it better. Maybe right. On the way. How to adjust into it.
0: Hmm. So I seriously have so many questions. <laughs> I won't, we'll be here until like next Tuesday if I don't. Okay. So I'm going to go to your astrology. How, how um, do you use astrology? Do you find out people's birth charts before they
1: come and talk to you? Yeah, I do that with uh, it, Sometimes people will just come for the reading. Uh, if I'm working with someone uh, one-on-one for a period of time, doing some coaching or doing something like that, mm-hmm. that's the first step is to go through their uh, astrological chart and see what's who they are, what their strengths are, where they need to work with the things that tug at them that they would consider maybe difficulties or weaknesses. And and I show them, hey, yeah, you have that pulling at you in one direction and the other, and it gets confusing, but here's how to blend it together. Here's how to bring it together so that you can move forward easier and better. The blueprint that we have from our uh, astrological chart is incredible because it's a snapshot of that moment, and it tells us, here's the amazing things that you came into this world to do, to be, to work with, and so many people go, oh, yeah, my sun sign is this, or, you know, my sun moon, that's great, it's great to know those things, but that's, like, kind of looking at the cake and saying, okay, here's the flower, you know, right, (laughs) right, yeah, it's just a small component of it, yeah, you have to, all these other things in to really see what that cake is supposed to be, what it, you know, how it's going to be out in the world and what it's going to look like. And when someone is told, especially from a younger age, maybe, you know, they come into the world, someone who has a lot of fire, they're going to be maybe loud or busy or out there, you know, like, they'll be told often, you're too much, quiet down, be quiet, shush, you know, and Mm -hmm. and kind of aside, or the person who daydreams all the time, because they have so much air in their chart, that they're just coming up with all the ideas and wanting to talk about it, and having those conversations when they're not supposed to, and so they get in trouble for that along the way, (laughs) or, you know, the one who who is so grounded and and so laid back that they take forever to get something done or they really need specific directions and checklists to accomplish something and and, in, and they're told somehow you have to hurry up or you have to you just go with the flow or you have to you know go against basically who you are in this world or the person who has water who is, told constantly, you're so emotional, you're so this, you're so that. Well, they came into the world to experience those emotions, to bring that as a part of their value into the world, and to really use that in their life purpose and who they are. And when they can see who they are from that chart. And let me tell you, oh my gosh, you're amazing. You're beautiful. You see things in the world that other people shy away from, you know, Scorpios, they see things in this world that other people just go, oh my gosh, that's a little deep. That's a little weird. That's not something, should we really be talking about that? <laughs> oh and they they get beat up on for that all the time because they're weird or they're different or they're so intense. Yeah, they are. They have lived in a world of emotions that's like being on a beach with huge waves coming in, and they have had to learn to live their life in the middle of those waves and navigate them in a way the rest of us don't. And so yeah, they're a little bit different. They're gonna they're gonna look at the world differently. But if you take the time to talk with them to get to know them, and trust me, they will dig deep into who you are, and you have to be okay. <laughs> they will show you some really beautiful things. There are pictures out there where you see the underwater version of things, or you see the and then up above, you know, you see mm-hmm. the above in the and it's beautiful in both. That's what water signs see. That's what especially Scorpio sees. They see that underneath that, that current that is under life. And, and it's so beautiful to them. And the rest of us are sitting up on the boat going, I, it's kind of murky. I don't know. <laughs> and, but if we could look at it just for a moment to, you know, take their hand and let them show us how beautiful everything really is, when you do go a little deeper. Wow. That's incredible.
0: <laughs> so correct me if I'm wrong. Is Are you saying that like, okay, you're born and you have this beautiful birth chart. And because of you, how you grew up, people around you, friends, family, whoever um, was around you kind of, I don't want to say squashed, but maybe um, made you calm down or mute some of your qualities that you were gifted with and here to share with the world. And so you are basically helping the people and saying, no, these are actually good qualities. You are meant to share these qualities. You're not meant to keep them hidden. This is what you're here to
1: do. Is that what you do? Yes, because I want them to see in a good way what those things are. I'm not saying be the jerk that blurts Right and interrupts everyone or or does those things, I talk to them about channeling those things in the best way possible and bringing them into the life that they're meant to live. Now, they're meant to be living on the stage, talking to people, putting themselves out there to really bring the energy of love and romance and fun out into the world, and yes, they're meant to look and be beautiful. And it's not about conceit. It's not about, um, you know, pride or any. Well, maybe a little pride, but it's about <laughs> ego themselves. And Leos are so cute because they have this moment where it's like, "Oh, look at me!" And then they kind of cover their face and go, "No, don't look at me," <laughs> you know. But they are meant to be seen and to show others that it's okay to be seen and to really stand up and be a part of that. And if you've got that in a big placement in your chart that says, Hey, this is part of your life purpose. I want them to know, don't listen to the people that told you when you were a teenager, how conceited you were because you had to have perfect hair. Don't listen to the people who chastised you for being the class clown. Don't be the class clown right now. Don't use your energy in the wrong way. Don't be difficult lean in to the beauty of that energy lean into the best parts of it because you have it in abundance and it was so funny because I was talking to someone the other day and she was um, sustaining a, a twin um, identical twin and she oh. said ah, how does that work because I said well, because they're really different. I said, yeah, and I'll bet they're like this. And I talked about the differences and she said, yeah, that's exactly it. I said, because one of them is really leaning in to what they have in their chart, to the, to the powers and the energies and, and the flow of it. And one of them is really leaning away from it and making it difficult and hard and, and not using the energy that they're meant to use. And you can see it. You can see the difference of when someone is leaning in and maybe being that jerk that stands up and interrupts everybody or always has to say this thing that's rude or, or, you know, that's not a good use of fire. You see the person over here that stands up and is the pioneer or the warrior and leads the way and uses their voice and their bluntness in a way that lifts up people. That is a good use of that fire energy.
0: Hmm. So would it be a good idea to like, look up the traits of your good and bad traits of your particular sign and all of that. And then just whatever the negatives are, try and tweak those. Is that what you're doing? Well, it's a little more complicated than that,
1: but you <laughs> could I, I would say work with someone if it's, you know, someone like me it doesn't have to be me, but right. find someone who can, blend your chart in a way that shows you, you know, your mind is this way, yet your heart is here. And so maybe you have these conflicts back and forth. So going and looking up the good things and the bad things of this sign here, Mm -hmm. or this, and then going over here and looking up the good and the bad things, you kind of could probably piece it together. But depending on where it sits depending on where it is in the chart depending on what it's sitting next to i mean there's all these dependings that are in there right that depends on how much energy is given to that one placement it might be sitting in a super powerful thing that has all of these things around it that are amplifying it that's going to be a big thing to really be paying attention to or it might be In something over here that's not quite as intense, maybe it's sitting by itself, maybe it's kind of quieter, but it's still going to influence you. So depending on that is how I would tell you, here's how to deal with it. It is really big in your life. It is powerful. So here's the way to channel that energy or work with that energy. Or gosh, you probably have this come in every once in a while. And the important thing is to acknowledge it, to see it, to let it be, and then just let it flow out. You know, So there's a big difference in how you're going to respond to something.
0: Right. So how is it that Saturn is um, a big, plays a big role in it, guiding your life purpose and your lessons and all that stuff? What is it about Saturn? Why, why is it a big deal?
1: It is the one. It's like the taskmaster. It's kind of like the, the high school principal. And it comes along at certain points in our life. And it checks in and says, hey, are you doing what you're doing? Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you doing it in the way that you're meant to? And it's like a hall pass, you know, when you're in high school and it's like, um, are you where you're supposed to be? And so then it either says, well, it's time to start paying attention or things are going to still be difficult and rough and all this. And we have what are called Saturn returns. And it's, I love starting a reading with Saturn because I will go in and tell you, Hey, at about this date in time, something really significant happened. and Every time it's like, Oh yeah, that was the year my baby was born. That was the year I got married. That was the year. Everything fell apart. Mm. That was that year. And that is, that is the Saturn return. And so if you look at sometime between the age of about 28, 29 years old, that's your first Saturn return. That's that first check-in. And life, something interesting happened at that time. And it's, it's that check-in of life of saying, are you living in the way that you said you would come to live? Or are you not? And you need to really change things up now. Because now is the time. And things will change at that point. Hmm, that is so
0: interesting. I love it. Your quote that you have about your podcast is you're helping people that are going through a change in their lives. Then and, and you help them um, keep their sanity yeah, as they sanity. as they move through it. Um, is it, is it because you inform them like okay you're gonna experience some bumps around this
1: time or how is it that you help people stay safe? Well, that's one way. Yeah, we might talk about the chart and then there's the current aspects of uh, you know so many people are like oh yeah Mercury's in retrograde right now and this is happening and that's happening. Um, I would look at how that's influencing you personally right. Now, you know, and and some of the bigger shifts, I don't tend to look at the smaller ones, but I'll look at some of the outlying planets that are there and say, This is the energy that's out there. So here's how to use that to your benefit. And because you are, you know, as you are, because you're this way, use it like this, add it in this way. And so then they can flow through something that can be a difficult time easier. One of the things I, I, really think is so incredibly important is awareness awareness and acknowledgement change the direction of everything simple awareness can allow you to go through things so much simpler so much easier and so much quicker you know if you know okay a rough time's coming yep Energy is going to be a little interesting. How do I want to navigate that? It's like being on a river and you're coming down, you know, the rapids are coming. You're going to plan for that. You're going to find your way. You're going to know, I need these certain skills to go through this and you do. And, but if you come up on rapids where you're like, Oh my God, I was not prepared prepared for this. I don't know what's happening. This is scary. What's coming up next. I don't know what to do. Very different energy and how you're moving through those rapids. And I think that's key, not only with that, but it's, I think the statement that I make about, you know, moving through, hanging onto your sanity and your soul as you go. And I, one of the most important things for me is that you move through things in the quickest, easiest, and most complete way possible. And I do that by working with the subconscious mind and and going into that. Uh, I do a lot of work in, in hypnosis right now, because that's where a lot of people are wanting things done they want to they want to get rid of the the ibs they want to get rid of the chronic fatigue they want to get rid of the anxiety and panic and depression and all those things and where they want to add in confidence and motivation and strength and energy and the the quickest easiest way to do that is through the subconscious because it's we need to go in sometimes we our subconscious is developed when we're very young you know from just before we're born until probably about seven years old we have all of this programming that is put into place in our brain and we're operating on that for the rest of our life but five-year-old you might not have the best way for you to navigate your life right now And so it's important. And and your subconscious continues to store information all along the way, just like a hard drive does on a computer. So the thing is, you might not even know what you have in there because it's stuck in a file, stuck in a file, stuck in a file somewhere. Mm -hmm. But it's part of your operating system. And so it is guiding your life. It is showing you the way of how to do what you're doing and the most important job for your subconscious is to keep you alive and so if it's keeping you alive it's doing its job and it does not want you to change how it's doing its job it's like the bus driver that's on its route and and you're trying to tell it go this way go this way it's like uh no this (laughs) is my route we're going to go this way. This is how it's done. And so you have to go in and kind of reprogram some new GPS coordinates for that bus driver when you want that change. And when you do that first, you clear everything, clear all the obstacles, you clear the way for you to make the change that you want, for you to feel better, live better, be better in the world. And so why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you go in and do that instead of spending years trying to do it in other ways.
0: Right, right. So I knew that people would go to get hypnotized, like quit smoking and stuff like that. But I had no idea that you could go in and help somebody with a medical condition, like a IBS or whatever. So you can do that through the subconscious.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Subconscious runs everything in your body it, your breathing, your all of these things. And what happens oftentimes is that throughout life, We have these moments in our life where there's um, a little trauma or big trauma or something, but it might be a two-year-old that has this trauma, so you don't even remember that there was some incident that happened when you were two years old, although you might, but Maybe that was when your parents had a huge divorce and they split up for a while. You know, one of the parents was gone for a while. Your two-year-old self clocks that. And you, your mind creates this version of you at that point that says, I've got you. I'll deal with this. And it does. And so you get through and you live and you move on and you go. However, what happens sometimes is that little version that was created is stuck back in that really, traumatic time, that difficult time. And then you move along and then maybe in junior high, high school, you have something else that happens. You're bullied or you have some traumatic thing. Another version of yourself is created and you move on. And then that version is stuck there. So now you've got these two little versions of you inside yourself, hurt, angry, living in a moment that was really traumatic. Now what happens is because your subconscious is like, hey, we still, we have these parts that are processing trauma, processing trauma, processing trauma. And they they start to get almost upset and angry and they're trying to get your attention to clear it, to clear it or reintegrate basically. And the way that it gets your attention is the fact that you are stuck. You are not going anywhere because think about a cranky preteen or teenager, they want it their way. And they're, they're going to do whatever they have to, to say, uh, -uh, no, I want attention. I Mm -hmm. want this. And so you might get headaches at that point. You might get IBS all of a sudden you might get, oh my gosh, you know, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia. You might have alcohol, drug issues that come into play at that point because you have this continuation. Maybe you have lot of those little versions of yourself inside of you so you have all of these things going on battling in there to 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 prevent you from going anywhere because they want attention you know think about when you have a a little puppy and it wants your attention it comes up it it tries to get your attention it tries to get your attention you're not giving it attention what does it do it goes off it pees on the rug it chews up your shoes (laughs) things that you don't want it to do that's what's happening inside of you with your mind and so when you come together and you say okay let's let's do this and you go in at the level that I go into I do deep hypnosis and and you don't have to tell me about the struggles that you have or the the abuse that you have you don't have to tell me any of that I don't need to know that you don't have to re-traumatize yourself by going through anything with me Mm -hmm. I go back we have this little conversation, this meetup with this version of yourself, and we clear that. We either say, thank you so much, be on your way, or let's pull you back into the fray. Let's reintegrate you wholly, bring you forward and to fully into life again so that we can function whole, healthy, happy, and move forward. And that is incredible in what it clears. Because you've gone in and you dug out the root, like a little sliver inside of your hand. Mm -hmm. That little, think about how painful that is. It causes all kinds of, you know, irritation when that little tiny piece is stuck down in there and you can put something over it, you can put something on it, you can do whatever you do, but until you go in and get that little piece out, it's not clear. And that's what happens with that gosh, from frustration
0: to flow. I loved that terminology. That's just like, who doesn't want that? (laughs) right? choose to not be frustrated, please. I'd rather have things flow nicely. And just knowing you're like, you have your purpose and you know where you're going and you're not coming up with obstacles all the time. I mean, to me, that's just perfect case scenario. So I just love that you have all of these um, attributes, all these things that you do. They definitely come into play to help people. That's awesome.
1: Well, thank you. I try to, <laughs> I try to make something useful for the people and, and to be able to work with whoever needs it in whatever way they need it. Some people love to have a little bit of woo and work in the intuitive and the astrology and, and really find that way. And some people are like, you know, I don't want any of that. Just fix me. Just let's just do this. And yeah. I'm okay with you.
0: Right. That yeah. That's good. That makes you well rounded. What's been your favorite podcast episode that you've done? Not like guest, but just um like topic. What what's one that you've had on your show that you were just like, wow, I could do ten more of these. I love this. Love this topic.
1: Well, well gosh, that's a little. I have probably two, because I do right now. I'm doing kind of two versions of my podcast. I'm doing a, a little bit of the the regular one that I've done from the beginning, mm-hmm. where I do talk about practical in the woo and bridging that. And uh, I just did one on animal communication, which I thought was so fun. I just had such a good time with that one because I think it's so wonderful. And and communication, apparently communication is coming up for me right now, but it's just that communication and the awareness and and tapping into all of that is is so wonderful. And so that's probably one of my favorite ones there. I'm also doing a bit of a side series. I started a second podcast during the week dealing with the trauma, the PTSD, that type of thing. And to bring the knowledge and the information to people about all that it can cause when you do have trauma and trauma is a big word, but trauma to a two year old, you know, Mm -hmm. it could be that what we think of as trauma, but, and, and I'm calling that my little side series is triumphing over trauma basically. And I, I talked with uh, Sarah Yoon, who is the one that I learned so much from, and she has worked for years with PTSD and, um, and working with people constantly and, and curing it, literally curing all of the symptoms, taking away all of the symptoms of these people who think they're broken and, and beyond repair, beyond saving. And she, had so many people that she decided, Hey, I have to teach more people how to do it this way. And that's how I learned. And I got to talk with her. So incredible. Go listen to it. Cause she tells a great story about uh, a gentleman with a stutter that she worked with. And okay. it's incredible. Oh my goodness.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. That
1: the connection of the physical body and the mind right there.
0: Hmm. I love that stuff. Um, okay, Laura, tell people how they can find you. I just think that everything you're doing is fascinating and I want people to reach out to you and find out more. So uh, tell them how they can find you.
1: They can find me uh, at my website, which is my name, L A U R A O R D. I L E. It looks like or dial. Uh, it's so it's Laura ordeal.com and you can connect with me there. You can book a free 20 minute session to have a conversation with me. You can get about four freebies that are on there right now. I think fun ones, all different kinds. And you can also connect to my podcast there, the change gang podcast. Um, and I'm also on Facebook under my name and there's a group on Facebook called the change gang that I would invite you to come join. And Well, oh, I'm on Instagram under my name and TikTok. So if you find, if you search, you'll find me.
0: definitely put all that in the show notes too so that people know how to find you but thank you so much Laura I learned so much and I don't know anybody that doesn't normally listen I don't give people ideas of what the questions are that I'm going to ask because I never know what I'm going to ask so they kind of just hop on and it's just a free flow like who knows what and so thank you for participating because I know you didn't really know what I was going to be talking to
1: you about but you did great so thank you so much well, thanks. You know, one Gemini to another. It's <laughs> wherever you go with the conversation, I'm willing to go too. Let's just talk. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lauren. We'll be in touch. All right. Thank you. Have a great thanks. day, Don. All right. You too. Bye bye.